Hello everyone. I'm praying that you all have a really nice weekend. In the midst of more disappointing news in that here in Calderdale, we are at tier three in terms of COVID rules from next week. It feels like nothing will change for us. But let's try not to be disheartened. We've come this far. We can uh, keep going by the grace and with the strength of God. It hasn't been officially confirmed yet, but it looks like we will be able to return to Sunday worship back in our building after the 2nd of December. Thanks be to God. But just look out for confirmation of that. So our reading today is from Jeremiah chapter 32, verses 1 to 15. And here we find that Jeremiah buys a field. <clears throat> this is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the tenth year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, which was the eighteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar. The army of the king of Babylon was then besieging Jerusalem, and Jeremiah the prophet was confined in the courtyard of the guard in the royal palace of Judah. Now Zedekiah king of Judah had imprisoned him there, saying, Why do you prophesy as you do? You say, This is what the Lord says. I am about to give this city into the hands of the king of Babylon, and he will capture it. Zedekiah king of Judah will not escape the Babylonians, but will certainly be given into the hands of the king of Babylon, and will speak with him face to face, and see him with his own eyes. He will take Zedekiah to Babylon, where he will remain until I deal with him, declares the Lord. If you fight against the Babylonians, you will not succeed. Jeremiah said, the word of the Lord came to me. Hanamel, son of Shalom, your uncle, is going to come to you and say, buy my field at Anathoth, because as nearest relative it is your right and duty to buy it. Then just as the Lord had said, my cousin Hanamel came to me in the courtyard of the guard and said, buy my field at Anathoth in the territory of Benjamin, since it is your right to redeem it and possess it. Buy it for yourself. I knew that this was the word of the Lord, so I bought the field at Anathoth from my cousin Hanamel and weighed out for him 17 shekels of silver. I signed and sealed the deed, had it witnessed and weighed out the silver on the scales. I took the deed of purchase, the sealed copy containing the terms and conditions as well as the unsealed copy. And I gave this deed to Baruch, son of Neriah, the son of Marseah, in the presence of my cousin Anamel, and of the witnesses who had signed the deed, and of all the Jews sitting in the courtyard of the guard. In their presence I gave Baruch these instructions. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Take these documents, both the sealed and unsealed copies of the deed of purchase, and put them in a clay jar, so they will last a long time. For this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Houses, fields and vineyards will again be bought in this land. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
And so Nathan Eddy uh, writes, entitles his uh, reflection today, Money Where Your Mouth Is. His key verse is verse 15. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, houses and fields and vineyards shall again be bought in this land. At the height of the Babylonian siege of Jerusalem, the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah. Although prospects are dire, Jeremiah must buy land and commit to the future of his people. The passage tells us that Jeremiah pays 17 shekels of silver for a field, signs and seals the deed, and as it witnessed, and instructs his scribe to bury it in an earthenware jar for safekeeping. Perhaps the climax comes in verse 15. Houses and fields and vineyards shall again be bought in this land. Nathan says, I am struck by Jeremiah's commitment to his community. He does not merely offer words, but puts his money where his mouth is. He invests in the future and puts his own well-being on the line. It is interesting to me that the promise of the Lord in verse 15 regarding houses, fields and vineyards comes after Jeremiah, after Jeremiah's action. Jeremiah's action itself seems to enable the astonishing new future. Despite all the evidence to the contrary, despite the blackened trees surrounding the city, despite the starvation, despite the rubble, life will win out. Life will go on and go on abundantly. I am reminded of an experience of disaster faced by my hometown in rural Vermont, USA, while I was in high school. In the space of two years, two large fires devastated my town's high street, Main Street in American parlance. One shopkeeper who lost his store could have walked away with a large insurance payout and no one would have held it against him. Instead, he chose to rebuild the shop. Without his courage and commitment, I wonder if the town would have recovered. Interesting thought. And he has for further thought today. He says, we have no other record of the earthenware jar in which Baruch sealed Jeremiah's deed of purchase in verse 14. Perhaps the Bible itself is this vessel, he says. Well, I wonder, what do you think about that? And then something else that struck me um, in that reading, uh, again, we are in days like Jeremiah's days where, you know, we can't see the wood for the trees. We can't quite see an end to all of this. But he says, life will win out despite the blackened trees surrounding the city despite starvation despite the rubble despite evidence to the contrary life will win out life will go on and go on abundantly and i think some of us know that you know we've lived long enough now to know that whatever happens life goes on and so um with god it doesn't go on 
um, without comfort or, or care, we go on with God beside us, giving us the strength and the courage. Let us pray. God of life, bless our houses, our homes, and bless the fields and vineyards that sustain us, and bless all who work in them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our parish prayers today, we pray for people known to us who need our prayers um, right now. Everyone on our prayer lists and others that we know of, just bring them to mind now. God knows every need. He knows everyone. And each and every one of them is precious to him. For those who are sick, may they have healing. For those who are isolated, may they have company. For those who are oppressed, may they have justice. For those who feel exposed, may they be given dignity. For those who are mistreated, may they have humanity. For those who are ignored, may they be heard. For the times when we ignore or isolate or oppress or expose or mistreat, may we change. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer and our streets today are Willow Hall Fold, Willow Hall Lane, Willow Houses, Willow Street, Willow Terrace, Willow View and Willowfield Avenue. May your presence be felt in those places and may each home be a place of refuge. And for those who feel that their homes are not a place of refuge, may your presence enter and may they find refuge in you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we continue to pray for our prayers at 6pm. And today we are praying for for national and local government. We pray for those who are in positions of authority with responsibility for decision-making at national and local level at this difficult time. We ask that God would give great wisdom, deep commitment to all and right judgment. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. And on day three 
of the prayers for 16 days campaign to stop gender-based violence we pray Bible says let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up steadfast God give us resolve to work tirelessly to change attitudes that promote accept and perpetuate all forms of violence and abuse Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And now we say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And we say the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. And once again, I will see you tomorrow. And until then, take care of yourselves and have a lovely day. Bye for now.